Have you ever had that moment when you just see someone on stage, you start listening to them and you get this sense of just warmth and the energy that comes from them is just just connects with you on an emotional, spiritual, business, intellectual, every simple level. Well, that's the experience that I had from this week's guest on the TBC podcast. Um, I met this lady on EMC 2020 stage earlier in the year. And you know what? just connected and i get where she's coming from with everything she says we in this week's podcast we 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 talk business we talk brand we talk personal brand but what we do is we go on to another level higher vibration i love it you can i can hear it now i can feel it in my face as i smile as i'm saying this enjoy this week take everything that you want and you can from it and let's dive down the rabbit hole Welcome to the Tea with Steve podcast with me, your host, Stephen Thompson. This is the show dedicated to helping you find your heart brand, your purposeful and profitable personal brand. I believe that everyone has a heart brand. It's their authentic self to drive growth in themselves and those around them, which has a positive impact in our world. We are in a who era. The who is being unapologetically you. And that is your heart brand. So join me in impacting 1 billion lives. Now let's get into the show. Hey everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Tea with Steve podcast. This week I have a speaker, author and mentor and a lady who's been featured in the BBC, Forbes, Times and NBC. I mean, there's nowhere that this lady has not been featured. I am very, very honoured and privileged to have with me uh, the... The lady I call a brand queen, it's Sammy Blindell. Sammy, how are you? I'm bloody marvellous. Thank you so much for inviting me, Stephen. It's an absolute pleasure. I couldn't not, after seeing you on stage at EMC 2020, and I just sat there and was like, I really get this lady. And <laughs> as soon as we got off stage, I was straight to the front and said, you know what, I really would like to have you on my podcast because it's about personal mm. brand and it's about, and you've got so much energy it, that was that was it that's, that's what got me it was the energy you had on the stage and oh. the way you, you vibrated coming off that stage it wasn't about knowledge and this that and the other it was about it was the energy that I felt I was like I need to speak to this lady <laughs> thank you no it's an absolute pleasure so how are you right now I am absolutely awesome I'm thriving in the magnificence that we have all surrounding us with all these opportunities you know there's no greater time than right now to be able to build that brand you want to see in the world to be that ripple maker and to get out there and get your message get your message out there changing lives because there's so many people that need you right now and it just it, it breaks my heart to think that there's somebody right now searching for what you provide and they can't find you so so yeah I'm I'm just I'm in my absolute element this is my sandbox right now so many people are looking to build their personal brands and and create products and get them out there serving so yeah th- this is like a brilliant time for me I'm like a, a kid in a candy store right now so you mentioned <laughs> personal brand and me about personal brand I think it's the key to any business but yeah. do you, is is now right now with the challenges we've got going on in, in our universe and planet is is now the time to build your personal brand or reinvent who you are or could be oh totally absolutely you know there, there is no better time than in history than right now and if you think about you know I don't want to touch on what's going on universally right now because obviously this podcast is going to be around for a long long time however there's always going to be something that's going on in the world that that um that is uh, forcing people to either quit their jobs or to lose their jobs there are 
Um, there are different ways of working right now. The way the universe is going towards virtual reality, augmented reality. You, you know, we've we've got all these um, opportunities to be able to to grow and expand without being in a physical job anymore. There's virtual working, remote working. There's more people than ever who are starting a business from home. But what that does is it, it leaves everybody with an enormous challenge that there is somebody out there right now who has nowhere near as much experience as you, who just needs to learn a few simple little marketing techniques and bam, that's it. They're out there. Their brand is everywhere and people are finding them instead of you. And it doesn't matter if you're the one that climbed that mountain first, that you've got 70 years in business or whether you've got a family business that's been established for 500 years. That goes out of the water completely. When somebody is searching for what they want, you need to show up. And if you don't show up, someone else is. So there's no better time than now to pivot if that's what you need to do. And, um, you know, and I think there's a lot of businesses right now who are really waking up. They're waking up to the calling on their life. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't know about the, you know, you, Stephen, or for those of you that are listening to this now, how you got into business or whether you're thinking about going into business. But I certainly got thrown into business in 2002 after being made redundant. And I think many people start a business that way. And of course, when you're made redundant, you go into um, fear, you go into a lack mindset. You're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my mortgage or my rent? How, you know, and you just go into this kind of little I uh, place, this little me place where it's like, crikey, I've got to just get on with this. So you end up creating a business not by design, but by a baptism of fire. <laughs> you kind of, um, you know, do everything you think you should do, but you, you blindly find your way, uh, you know, and, and some of those businesses will go on to become, you know, multi, multi-million or billion businesses and other businesses will, you know, they'll fail and then they'll start something else and then they'll fail and then they'll start something else because they're not learning the lessons. So I think... Um, what happens to a lot of the entrepreneurs that I work with is that they get to a stage where they've built a business, they have made good money in that business and they've served well, but their heart is letting them know that's not what they're meant to be doing. And, you know, you start with getting little aches and pains in your body and you start with things going wrong and start, the universe is kind of just giving you all these little prods that you're actually not meant to be going in this direction and you can ignore it as much as you like. But actually, at the end of the day, it's when you do the thing that's in your heart that you're here to do, that you're meant to be doing, that you, you're absolutely in your A game when you're doing it. You get paid well for doing it. You love doing it. You can't wait to jump out of bed doing it. And you're the only person in your universe that can do it. And when you really step into that zone that that becomes your your superpower effectively that becomes a place where people recognize you more because the energy that you bring to that particular topic is just literally out of this world and you just know when you're on path you know when you're not and uh, and what I'd say is right now if if you're feeling like you need to pivot if you're feeling like there's somewhere else or something else you need to be doing, then there's no better time than now to make that decision. Who are you actually? And a hundred years from now, when pretty much guaranteed we're not going to be here in this earth suit anymore, like what legacy is it that you've left? And, 
you know, you, you can't change history. And in fact, your history has led you to this magnificent moment where you get to use all of that shite. <laughs> I'll try not to swear on your podcast, but you get to no, use you're all, fine. That, all that manure, use all of that to build the brand that you want to see in the world. Bring all of that history forward and turn it into magnificence, right? Turn that manure into your message. Turn it into the the very thing that's going to springboard you and all of those people that need you to where it is they deserve to be and um you know like I say there's no better time than now to be able to focus on that and we talked about fame name at EMC live and that's a critical piece of building that personal brand because there's so many people out there right now who are just about to flood onto the market and compete with you so instead of you working really hard to try and build the brand you want to see in the world and you do all the marketing things and you know you spend all your time getting overwhelmed on social media and you'll get you roll into all the traps that um you know many business owners do uh but you know when it comes to it at the at the end of the day when all is said and done the fastest way for you to ever build a personal brand is to build that through word of mouth and if you've got people hundreds or thousands of people all saying oh my gosh you've got to work with the the brand brains you've got to work with the brand builder right well it kind of says what it it does and so they don't have to do this massive job of trying to say well actually what they do is this and this and this well yeah so what I know loads of other people that do that when you create a fame name that really steps you up and it's like putting your flag on the moon (laughs) you say this is who I am this is what I stand for this is what I stand against and that flag on the moon is usually three words and it starts with the. So the is the first word and you want to follow that with no more than two words that really sum up what you do. And that's how I would suggest somebody who's either been around for a long time and has, has been struggling to really shape their message for a while or somebody who's coming brand new onto the scene and they're just learning how to be that that brand and start their business. Um, the fame name, I think, is the first place to start because then it, then you become memorable instantly. You become shareable instantly. You become repeatable instantly in just three words. So I would say now is the time to do it. So I've picked up on a few things there. But as we're on fame name, I'm going to dip into fame name. So how do <laughs> how do you build your fame name for all these people that are listening? And they're like, OK, yeah. it sounds great. I've heard I've heard loads of stuff about I should use my own name as the, the name mm. for my brand or mm-hmm. and now you're you're talking about fame name what obviously fame name is the way you would go but how yeah. do you do it tell everyone yeah. how you do it <laughs> well uh, the, the key thing is to first of all really get clear on what is the what legacy is it that you want to leave you know what is the outcome that you give to all of your clients no matter what it is you do so you might have four or five or 10 different products and services and there will be one thing that links absolutely every single one of those things together and you want to focus your fame name on what it is you actually leave people with so the second word in your fame name obviously the first word is the the second word should really be about what it is that you do so what what industry are you in what space are you going to claim so for example mine is brand so I want to 
you know, like, like personal brand, business brand, corporate brand, employer brand, personal brands, you know, that there's so many different types of brands, product brands, services brands, there's so many types of brands that you can be building. And in fact, we're all building all of those at the same time. And that's where a lot of people get stuck is they focus just on personal brand or just on business brand. And they forget that actually you need consistency across the whole brand. So, uh, so really think about what is the, the, the thing that you really want to be most known for. So my second word is brand. And your third word will be what is the outcome of what you do? So mine is builder. I am the brand builder. I build brands. That's that's what I do, right? It sums it up in three very short words. So the way I'd get really clear about that is to, um, you know, use things like answer the public, Google keyword tool, Google trends, SpyFu. They're just some resources that I would recommend that you you look at using, obviously, just doing a normal Google search as well. And look at, you know, what are the most searched for terms that people use to actually find what you do? Because it's one thing you calling yourself something absolutely amazing. But if no one's searching for that, then you're wasting an opportunity. You're wasting an organic opportunity for people to find you. So, you can put different words together like Pete Cohen uh, at that event. He came running up to me like a puppy in a chair leg factory and was like, I've got my phone name. (laughs) (laughs) The inspirator, which is amazing. And it totally sums him up. However, that word is going to take a lot of marketing dollars to get aware of what that means. So, you know, call yourself what you like. And it's a brilliant, very catchy fame name. And, you know, he already has quite an established network. He's got an established following. So that's fine, right? Somebody like Pete, who's already been the life coach on GMTV for 11 years, has got his own TV program, you know, his own radio shows. It's all right for somebody with that kind of network. But if you're starting from a position of, you know, the people that know you know you, but no one outside of that uh, network knows you and you want the world to know that you exist because literally the world are searching for you. So why not? then call yourself something that people are actually searching for. So I would look at, um, you know, what is it that people are actually looking for? What do they want you to do for them? And really get clear on from what they're searching for, what is it that really resonates with you? So you could do it all day. Like I say, you're in your A game. You love doing it. You can make money doing it. You can't wait to jump out of bed and do it. So that is the thing that you then brand yourself for. And you go through a process where, you know, it's some time to do this. But, you know, so what if this takes you a couple of days to to really, you know, get to the, the ideas, to share those ideas with your community, but make sure that community is filled with people who would actually get their credit card out. It's one thing to go down the pub and say, hey, I'm thinking of calling myself this. And everyone goes, yay. And you all like cheers each other because it sounds amazing. (laughs) And then like nobody's going to actually spend their money with you. So Mm. I saw that actually in a group a little while ago and I did chuckle to myself. There were about 500 people in this group and this guy had designed his own um, like a care package for men who have moustache and uh, uh, moustaches and beards right so Stephen yeah. you probably love this brand yeah. right so cool. um this guy designs this 
um, this brilliant logo and he puts out into this group, hey, you know, what do you think of my branding? Uh, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Well, he had loads of people from this group go, oh, I love it. Maybe change that, tweak that. And I looked through and it was mostly women who were responding to him. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> You're not yep. even talking to your target audience. You're not getting feedback from your target audience. So I had a little internal chuckle to myself and did put a feedback in there to say, you know, I'm loving the feedback you're getting from here. Um, also go and find a group of men that have moustaches and beards and put this same question out to them because they are the people that are going to vote with a credit card. Right. So make sure that you're testing and measuring uh, these fame name ideas with your absolute ideal client market, because then you're getting real response and even more valuable response. That doesn't mean you don't want everyone to know about it because, you know, there are girlfriends, wives, husbands, boyfriends that will buy that for their partner. But you want to make sure that it targets the person you really want it to um, to end with at the end result with. So uh, so I would do that research Now there is um, uh, a resource on my website. If I can point yeah, people to that, Stephen, is that OK? 100 percent, 100 percent. Thank you. Well, if you go to howtobuildabrand.org, so it's all one word, how to, spelt T-O, not the number, so howtobuildabrand.org. And if you go to startup resources, you can uh, just look down the list because I've got loads of resources on there, thousands of blogs. Um, But if you go down the resources tab, you'll see there is a resource called um, how to create your uh, brand name, fame name or tagline, strapline, something like that. Um, and what you do is you can download that, go through the process where, you know, again, we go through the keywords. So what keywords, what is it you want to be known for? Now go and look that up. Is there anybody else that's already calling themselves that? Something that isn't in that activity, by the way, that I would share now. Um, yep. and, and I'm thinking on the spot, actually, I'm going to go in and um, and upgrade that um, the document or do a video that goes with it. Um Because what I would now also do is once I'd come up with the different options before I share it with everybody and have everyone go that one and then you can't get it. I would then go to namecheck.com, which is spelled name. So N-A-M-E and then um, it's an abbreviation of the word check. So it's name C-H-K.com. So namecheck. They yep. obviously couldn't get their own name. They didn't do their own research in the way that I'm advising. To do right <laughs> now. So uh, namechk.com and you type in the, uh, the the string of words that, you know, so the brand builder, for example. So you type that in to the search bar and you'll get the results. So instead of you having to go to Twitter and see if it's available to then go to Facebook and see if it's available to then go to LinkedIn to then go to GoDaddy or whatever to see if that's available um name check will show you absolutely every social network every domain you know everywhere that that name is available for you uh, to secure it as your own and i really would advise that uh, you know once you've got that fame name and you're happy and you're going to go for it then make sure that you get all of the domain extensions that you might not feel you need right now like you might see um, you know, whatever your fame name is going to be, dot TV, where you think, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything for a couple of years. Well, in that time, your competitor is going to go and nick it. You know, they're yeah. going to get it and you can't. And so now you've lost your intellectual property 
because if you ever wanted to sell your brand or build your brand in a way that you can franchise it or bring other practitioners into it, well, you've got to make it as easy as possible for them to be able to sell your product. And if other people have got your domain name, that's not making it easy for people to go out and recommend you and, and, and ensure that your products, your services are out there making the biggest impact and the biggest splash that they can with your one drop. So make sure you claim all the domains. It really doesn't cost you that much. It's like six or seven quid or something per domain. But make sure that you get the .co.uk, the .com. Um, if you're thinking, I would also step you into the future to think about what countries you think you're most going to build your brand in. So okay. for example, if you can see there's a point in the future that you might go into France, then get the .fr. If you're going to go into the Netherlands, get .nl. If you're going to go into Italy, get .it, right? So just protect them because it, it's better for you to have them and not have someone else go get them than for you to really regret it. I'd rather regret something that I, that I did rather than something I didn't do. So I would go and get all those extensions. Also claim .global. Yep. And, um, and yeah, like I say, yeah, and .tv, definitely. You know, because most people in the UK, they're going to search for whatever your name is um, or whatever your business name is, .co.uk and .com. Um, you know, in, in America, obviously, they just go straight to .com. In Italy, they're, well, they're going to see results for .it. So, uh, you know, really, you want to decide what domain you want your, your brand to be on. Um, I also get the .org. And you'll notice okay. that my website is howtobuildabrand.org. You can type yeah. in howtobuildabrand.co.uk, howtobuildabrand.com, and they will be redirected to howtobuildabrand.org. But the reason I've built it on a .org and have my website pointed to .org is because Google, um, you know, when I was sharing on stage how I went from 473 million in the Google search rankings to number three on the first page of Google in 12 weeks, one of the ways I did that was by building my website around a .org because Google massively rewards .org websites because they're educational in their creation usually. Ah. So, so you, you know, so if you're going to use a .org, then just make sure that you are putting new content up to your website regularly, because if you think about it, Google makes all its money from advertising. And yeah. because of that, if people, start going onto Google and they're not getting the search results that they want and they're not getting the education they want because that's what they're going to Google for. I want to learn something or give me a result that tells me exactly what I need to know. Well, if Google isn't giving relevant content, relevant education, relevant information, people are going to start going to other search engines. So if you're a .org website, usually you are an organization, which means you are providing content, educational resources, you're um, you know, like a university would. So if you are building a brand where you want to be delivering educational resources as part of that, build your website around a .org domain, but then get the .com, the .co.uk, .tv, use, I'm going to use a technical term here, a 401 redirect to that. So basically what you're saying is, here's what I live, where I live, like I live on a boat, so we travel full time, right? So I'm on a moving yep. target. So here's where I live. Here's my domain. So how to build a brand is connected to this boat. But what I can also do is I can signpost any of those other boats. So their post comes to me. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, so perfect sense. Yeah. So 
Um, so that's what I would really advise you do, you know, because ultimately, right, when you build your brand, you don't want anybody else to be able to claim that they have anything to do with with that. Um, you know, you, do, you definitely don't want people who are less than you or who are disrupting your industry in a negative way. Um, people who are taking your customers. You, you definitely don't want that. And that I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen too many times. So they are just some of the quick and dirty ways I'd say, you know, once you've decided on what that fame name is, protect it at all costs. And, um, and if you can afford to do it, then also get it trademarked as well. Okay. So why would you, I, I, do you know what? I'm, I'm asking you this question now and I can see me answering it in my own head <laughs> and it's, it's around, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because people don't know what's in my head right now. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay. We've got fame name. Why not yeah. your own personal name? Well, you should actually use your own personal name as well, but here's okay. why I would say your fame name is so important in connection with it. So I am Sammy Blindell the brand builder right so yeah. my name is totally connected to that fame name but here's the thing you know there are more businesses acting like a network marketing company than ever before so whether you're a network marketing company or not it would be crazy for you not to to model the strategy that they use which is pure word of mouth having other people go out there and share you share your product share your services without you even having to open your mouth yep. so if you think about a network marketing model they if you think say uh i don't know let's take uh doTERRA for example i love doTERRA oils they have a network marketing business um you know i've got a lot of clients that are part of doTERRA and it's a brilliant product absolutely brilliant product and the best way for them to get that product into the house and home of every person on the planet is to have people come on board as ambassadors yep. and certify them in the method that uses that right but there are also healthy living oils. There are also all kinds of different brands of oils. So what makes doTERRA different? Well, doTERRA have their own positioning as a brand. So you join doTERRA. You love the oils. You become part of doTERRA. Now you're competing with all these other oils. But you're not only competing with all those other oils. You're now competing with another 25,000 people who are also selling that same oil. Yeah. So what? what makes you different right you're all selling exactly the same product so what makes you different well your name makes you different sure but if people aren't searching for that then they're not going to find you if people don't know your name they can't find you so that's why a fame name because you know each and every person within that organization will have a different reason a different motivation a different uh, system for how they use those oils so the oil the product is the same but how they use it, uh, you know, I've got um, a Brand Builders Club member who they, uh, they've created a brand called Feet Love Oils. So she works on people's feet. She uses the oils for people's feet. She trains other people now and certifies other people now who are reflexologists that want to start using oils. She certifies them. She's gone in a totally different direction to one of my other brand builders who are also part of her doTERRA team who focuses on using oils for autoimmune diseases. And then we've got another um, uh, Brand Builders Club member. She uses the oils um, in a totally different way. She uses it as part of her holistic practice. She's actually a medical doctor who's using alternative therapies, right? So you've got three people using those same oils, building up their own network underneath them, but they have a totally different system that they're using. Well, you've got a brand that system. 
you've got to build your brand to be totally connected to that system. And that's what makes you different. So think about this with your own products and services. Think about you in your own industry, right? Especially in our industry, Steve. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are millions of people that are talking about brand and personal brand. So how do you differentiate yourself? It's no different to those oils. It's no different to having, you know, 25,000 people right now talking about that same topic. So how do you differentiate yourself? There's no more urgent, critical time than now to create that fame name because there's a lot of people, as I said at the beginning, there's, a, you know, massive companies right now are going bust. And yeah. when they go bust, They've got thousands of employees that are now going to go filtering out to the world to start their own business. You're not only competing with them, though, by the way. Um, back in, it was about, I would say, 2011. And I'd had, um, I'd built up my big agency. We were just getting it ready for sale. Um, it had been valued at 7.8 million. We had people that were coming in to look at the business. And at that time, um, a, a guy had come to, well, one of our clients, actually, she said to me, Sammy, uh, my son, Ben, he's got this mate called Paul, who um, he's at college with uh, with Ben, but he, he's doing graphic design and he'd really appreciate getting some experience. Have you got any work for him within your, your agency? And I said, yeah, you know, get him, come down and I'll have, I'll have a chat with him. Anyway, lovely guy. Paul came to, to work with us in summer holidays and Christmases and things like that. And, uh, you know, this was before we were selling the business. So he came and did that. And he approached us and said, uh, I'd really like to take a year out between year two and three at uni. Uh, you know, he was doing a graphic design degree at Huddersfield University. Yeah. So he said, you know, I, I want to take this year out. And I'd love to come and work with you. And so we said, OK, well, you can do that. But I said, you're not going to work with any of our clients, just so you know. And he's like, what? I'm going to work with you for a year and not work with a client. I said, no. Because you need to know and feel the pain of what it's like to start a business that means everything to you, where you've got everything to lose, <laughs> right? You yep. need to know how to network yourself. You've got to create your branding. You've got to go through the process that every other business goes through. Otherwise, how could you ever advise somebody? I know that you think, well, it's just design, but it's not. Somebody's livelihood depends on the work that you do. So, uh, you've got to spend the next year going through that process of setting up your own business, making money through that business so that when you advise someone, you're advising them from a real place of genuine authenticity, not, all right, give me your money. Here's your design in three days. So he said, OK. So he came to work with me and he modeled me and, and shadowed me and we we got his business set up and running. Now, by that point, I was already working with big, big, you know, corporates and we'd worked our way up. We started working with startups. It they introduced us to a bigger organization who introduced us to a bigger organization. And before we knew it, we were working with, you know, massive global companies, you know, designing their branding, managing all of their campaigns online and offline. So the agency really built up and we had a team of 13. Uh, we had account managers. It, looking back on it now, it was, it was a, a really thriving uh, business. But Paul was really looking to be that, you know, when you're that age, and you probably recognize this, Stephen, like you go into it and you're so full of enthusiasm and you want to help the world and you want to do everything. But it doesn't yep. mean you're doing it from the right place because you don't know how the world works yet when you're like 19. So um, so he came and worked with us for a year and then he, he went back to uni. And it was uh, we were just going through the process of selling the business when he contacted me and he said, um, Sammy, you know, can I come and see you? I said, yeah, of course you can. So he came down, sat on my sofa in the office 
I said, what can I do for you? And, uh, and he said, well, he said, a couple of days ago, we were taken into a big lecture theatre. And the, the lecturer basically told us that it was pretty much categorical that not one of us in that room was going to walk out into a graphic design job because there are no jobs for graphic designers anymore. And I was like, what? He said, yeah. So, you know, we've, we've all been told that we're not going to walk into a job. And, you know, and, and everyone's like really quite scared about that. You know, we've spent the last three years. He said, actually, I've done four years because I took a year out to come and work with you. So I've now been doing this degree for four years and I'm going to walk out without a job. I said, well, what have they, what did they say? What did they tell you to do? And, and before you answer that question, how many of you are there on your course? He said, 83. <laughs> So Jesus. there's 83 of you that have been taken into a room and told you're not going to get a job. He said, yeah. I said, well, what's their solution then? Of course, like my, the air's turning blue by that point because I do swear occasionally. I'm being very clean on this podcast, Stephen. I've been very good for you. <laughs> but the air was blue. And um, it's like, what the F? Um, and I said, well, what are they telling you to do then? He said, they're going to show us how to set up our own business. I said, they're going to show you how to set up a business. I said, all right, so just, just humor me here. How many of those lecturers that are teaching you how to set up a business have oh. their own business? He said, yeah. no, none of them. And I was just horrified. So, of course, there's this, this, this side of me that's like, what the frick frack? And then there's this other side of me going, hang on a minute. So if Huddersfield University is just about to pour out onto the streets 83 graphic design students, and that's just one college, right? What about all yep. the other colleges and universities all around the UK? And that's just in the UK shit this is going to be like a global thing this is back in 2011 and I tell you what I was awake for a couple of nights anyway Paul said to me you know I, Sammy I set up that business I know I never launched it but you would you would you go into business with me basically would you help me to actually turn that into a business and start getting proper clients and and start running that agency well because we had our corporate clients I said to him absolutely you a hundred percent I'm totally behind you but you have to set it up as a, a a totally different business it has to be completely branded separately to this because I can't have our corporate clients saying well hang on a minute you all of a sudden you're working with startups and you you're you're charging what <laughs> so it's totally different business so had him yeah. set that up and then um, actually that was set up it was it was about 2011 and that he's still running that business now he's really built that business up he's doing amazingly well but what that did teach me was about pivoting and what okay. a time we're in right now yeah we're pivoting now so for a couple of nights i just laid there tossing and turning like bloody hell you know we're just about to have quite possibly millions of graphic design students and this is just in year one what's it going to be like next year and the year after that and by that point uh, resources like Design Crowd and 99designs and Fiverr.com were just starting to come onto the scene. And I thought there's just about to become a massive um, wave of disrespect for the design industry where people are going to expect to pay, you know, $15 an hour or $5 an hour instead of we were charging $500 an hour for some of the services that we were we were doing. So I said, yeah, there's like, there's no way and we had to pivot and we had to think okay it, we're currently right now yeah we're a design agency we've built up a great reputation but we're in the sea of sameness we are absolutely in the sea of sameness how are we going to turn this around and I had to pivot and I had to make some big decisions about well where is my heart actually leading me 
And uh, that was back in 2011. And it got to 2013. And I, you know, we'd met with amazing people who had brilliant design agencies who wanted to acquire our business, but they didn't have the values of the organization. And I, I, it was really stressing me out. And so, um, so yeah, like we, we, I made a totally big decision to take the business online. And that's when we launched how to build a brand back in 2014. And we built it to be the world's largest and most valuable brand building resource for entrepreneurs of purpose driven businesses. It's now coming up to six and a half years old. We're on our way to six and a half years old and we've got so many resources on there. But through how to build a brand, you know, that was the thing at the time. I was like, wow, this is my purpose. This is what I'm doing. Well, about uh, six months into building how to build a brand, I started to get asked to go and speak around the world and share how I was crushing it like I was. And uh, yeah. and so I started to speak, started to go around the world within a year we'd then launched a company in Alberta Calgary in Canada and then um by 2007 that's when the Brand Builders Club launched and the Brand Builders Club took off in a way that I I hadn't expected to be quite honest um and off the back of that we then started getting inquiries from from our brand builders saying Sammy I love what we're doing so much you know I had branding experts within the Brand Builders Club that had come to me to support them with building their brand because I, you know, I do exactly that. You even you've got to go to somebody else to brand you. If you're, if even if you're a branding expert, go to someone else to brand you. They're going to totally see something different to what you do. So, you know, we had, um, you know, some branding experts within the group that said, "How do we, how do we help? How, we want to get this message out. We we want to be able to put people through the Brand Builders Club program." And I had to really seriously think well, shit, you know, I, I built this as a product under how to build a brand. But if I'm going to do that, well, I'm going to want to give shares or profit shares in that. So that can't be a product within how to build a brand. I need to pull that out as its own company. So we then launched, how to, uh, uh, sorry, Brand Builders Club as a limited company. Um, I think that was back in 2018. So we ran that for about nine months, nearly a year before it then became its own company. And then through that, one drop movement was born to, to be how to become a ripple maker. So, you know, what I'd say to you for, for those of you that are listening is perfection is poverty. Don't try and create the absolute perfect thing right now. Just start off with what is perfect for you. Yes, think about your hundred year vision about how kind you want to be and what you want people to be left with when you're gone. You know, what story do you want people to still be sharing when you're no longer here? But you know you just got to start somewhere just start serving and and brand that and then the things that you're meant to be doing they will always be put in your path and you can pivot but if you think about your fame name and you you get that right at the beginning you know for me mine is brand as I said well brand covers so many things that it doesn't matter where I pivot to that's always going to be my universe I'm always going to be playing in the the world of brand so as you're thinking about your fame name, as you're thinking about connecting your personal name to something, as you're thinking about what you're going to do and how you're going to build it, just I really would encourage you just step into the future for a little bit. Have a good rummage around. See what you want to see. Hear what you want to hear then. Experience what you want to experience then. And then come back with that global vision in your mind's eye. Come back to today and say, right, for me to have built that, how do I need to show up in the world? Who do I need to show up in the world as? And what are the things I'm going to need to change about how I'm currently showing up 
so that it makes it as easy as possible for that to be achieved. Do you know what? I can sit and just hang out with you all day. Because <laughs> I am just like... I, you, what you're saying resonates with me so much and there was t- and there's two di- directions that i'm considering get- taking this conversation in now the first one is um is i suppose the first one is i i want to get a little bit vulnerable and, and put my head above the parapet but actually i want to take it somewhere else for <laughs> for the audience because sure. so going uh, well, go we to the first have a session outside of this so you can you, call, call me anytime you're a star thank you i really appreciate it the f- my thing my my whole thing with my my agency is last year i decided literally to get rid of all of my clients reevaluate mm. what was going on because they i was there was the purpose wasn't there my new vision yeah. and my, my thing yeah. is about i want to impact a billion hearts i say to people mm. i want to be a billionaire i'm not interested in money <laughs> i want to impact a billion hearts and my my method, my methodology, if you like, if you want to, how do you package that? You know, how do you yeah. brand your system? It's called your heart brand. It's what's in, mm-hmm. what's in, yeah. what's inside you. How do you pull it out, hold it in your heart? And what does the beat say? And then how do we yeah. build, build the brand around that? Beautiful. But you've mentioned heart so many times that I want to <laughs> jump onto that. But also I'm just picking up on all the keywords that you've said, like, yeah the heart the aches and pains the universe the mind's yeah. eye power energy you're clearly mm-hmm. a spiritual lady yes <laughs> and yeah, that's very. where and that i think because the, there's for me the element of spirituality and business go together but people don't right. get it and i think for the time we've got left i'd really like to have a conversation around that because i think that's really mm-hmm. valuable because i spoke mm, I'd to, love to. Like, I interviewed um, my spiritual guru. I've got a spiritual coach. I interviewed yeah. her um, and she was on, I think, episode six or seven. And that has been my most listened to and most downloaded podcast. Yeah, I, I'm not surprised. You know, it's um, I, th- I have my own spiritual accountability coach as well. I think it's so important in business to to be on track. To, to to stick in lane and to stay in lane I mean that was the whole message at EMC live the other week was just stay in lane um you know there's always this temptation to go off and do other things but I think what happens is when you're truly connected you know I had this realization Stephen I'm so glad you're you're touching on this because this is this is a really important part of entrepreneurialism that people don't touch on is I completely agree that's why I'm going <laughs> let's go for it yeah yeah totally you know because that's the thing it's like you can be the best expert in the world and still have that spiritual side to you like it doesn't mean that your brand is going to diminish just because you you air that side of yourself I think it you know being a real entrepreneur the entrepreneurs I hang around with anyway who are serious like millionaires billionaires people that are are doing the most amazing change maker stuff um you know these are these are people who totally bring their spirituality to the table like they're, they're not hiding it and you know and there's a reason why they're successful and I was at an event a couple of years ago, one of my brand builders, actually, and I, went, I was speaking at their event in Florida. And um, and I remember sitting there and I, I'd committed to going through the process. You know, I didn't want to just turn up and speak. And well, as you probably saw, Stephen, you know, if, I go, if I'm speaking at someone's event, I'm there for the whole time of the event. Absolutely. I'm not just there to turn up and speak and then go again. Um, and so, so I, there I am, I'm at Tasha's event and she was talking about um, you know, who do you need in your team to uh, to make your, you know, to bring your dreams to life? Like, how are you going to do it? And I started getting into, well, I'm going to need 
you know, an ops director, I'm going to need this, I'm going to need that. And and there was this like overwhelming feeling all of a sudden that, that came over me. And I don't know where it came from. I didn't invite it. It just happened. And I had this massive sense of, Sammy, you're looking on the wrong plane, mate. <laughs> right? You're looking at what physical team do I need? Why am I looking at a physical team? I've got everything I need. If I look up, I don't need to be, you know, so focused on, oh, you know, shit, who's my next peer or whatever. Those people are showing up anyway because of who I am. I'm not attracting people who are lesser than that. But the real people or the real the the real peer network, I guess, your real board table, well, that comes from above. That comes from you actually sitting down and having a board meeting with yourself, <laughs> right, your higher self. We have all these board meetings with our team and, and you know, fellow directors and shareholders and our clients. We, we hold stuff like that. But how often do you actually have a board meeting with your, your spiritual accountability team, the, the purpose, the reason why you're here? And when you start having meetings like that and allowing yourself time now, like I didn't find it easy to do that at first. The way that I, I got into doing that was to get a candle. And I lit the candle and I just stared into the candle with my journal, um, you know, or a pad next to me. And I just used to have my pen poised over that pad. I just look into the flame and, you know, and say, okay, I'm ready. And I just look. And then all these thoughts, all these amazing creative ideas would just come flooding through me. And I couldn't even write fast enough to get all these ideas out. And it was when I started doing that, and I don't do it as often as I probably should do, but when I do that, it just takes me into a whole different realm of my brand. And your brand can be so much more powerful when you bring that side to it. Uh, you know, I mean, I certainly know, well, I mean, it's clear when I, when I first launched How to Build a Brand, I launched it, um, the, the vision statement for it was uh, to build the world's largest and most valuable brand building resource for entrepreneurs of fast growth businesses and uh, you know so the energy of the business because I said it's for entrepreneurs of fast growth businesses the energy of that business very quickly became uh, uh, people attracted to me that were wanting internet cash machines get rich quick you know quick and dirty stuff I was like whoa no 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 that's that's not where I want to go and actually by doing this activity with the candle I was able to get very quickly, I was able to get back on track that, you know, having that word with myself. And I just literally changed the last words to entrepreneurs of purpose driven businesses. And it completely changed the entire spirit of the brand and the organization. So, you know, who you're attracting and who's showing up in response to your brand and who you are being in your daily life. Well, it's a good opportunity to look in the mirror and say, well, if I'm attracting them, who am I being that is attracting that? So, yeah. so you know, get in contact with your spirit as often as possible and, um, you know, and just, just really be, stay connected. If you want people to be connected to you, you've got to be connected to you. I love that. And it's really interesting because since I made the pivot last year and I, I literally stripped bare to the point where actually I could have just gone and got a job. 
that mm. was you know that was okay do i go and get a job is this serving me anymore i love the agency work it was i'm just yeah. not work i'm just not connecting with the right people and that's no disrespect with yeah. them they want different yeah. things to me you know sure. when people talk about brand and business and especially social media everyone will come to me and say look we want you to run our facebook twitter is i go okay fine slow down hear what you want <laughs> um because actually what they want is they don't actually realize what social media is they don't realize the key yeah. to social media is actually being social they think it's just put a few posts right. on facebook and then people will come <laughs> you know yeah. it's it's like it's like the moses yeah. thing or whatever you know but it's it's just mm-hmm. not like that so when i sat back and, and i started to you know what i am gonna make myself vulnerable i'm gonna you know i need, my family need a certain amount of income that's fine i've got that covered um i've now got time and space which was really really interesting and now you know people say to me oh we've got all of this time since i've pivoted um and i'm not i've not completed my pivot it's still happening i'm here now and we've got the challenges that are going on in the world that everyone's got loads of time and i've never been bloody busier (laughs) i'm like what what's going on (laughs) so well we also have to rein ourselves in with that you know because I actually had that realization yesterday I looked at my diary and where other people are saying oh my god you know my diary is empty for the first time you know people are cancelling events people are you know cancelling all this stuff so they haven't got clients there you know and they're really panicking and I'm looking at my diary going oh my goodness me actually I'm gonna have to start (laughs) cancelling some things so that I can continue to work on me because it's very easy where especially when there's a world crisis you know being who we are as thought leaders and people who care so genuinely Mm. and heart-centered leaders as you said um you know we we just we want to you know we're entrepreneurs we want to solve problems we don't want people to be in pain we want to get out there we want to be taking action but what that can do is very quickly lead us to building a busy mess rather than a business so just you know getting getting in tune with yourself and um you know maybe do that candle activity and get your pen paused over your your pad or a journal and just you know really get clear on what is it you're meant to be doing because you can you can get into pushing driving striving shoving you know you could do that all day long if you wanted to but but what are you actually being guided to do? You'll probably find that it's it's different to what you had on your to-do list. <laughs> so what are you being guided to do now then, Sammy? Oh, my gosh. I had something really exciting happen last weekend. And um, and it's totally pivoted uh, the Brand Builders Club, actually. Okay. Um, I don't suppose it's totally pivoted. But, but to me, it feels like a big thing. Um Well, basically, we launched Brand Builders back in 2017 and we've got members all over the world. And the whole point of Brand Builders is that, you know, I've created a community that actually I couldn't find. You know, I wanted to be able to be part of something where I could collaborate instead of compete. I wanted to be able to put a a post up in the community and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm coming over to America. I'm looking for speaking opportunities or press opportunities over there. Uh, anybody here got contacts and for those contacts to say yeah absolutely I'll run an event for you or oh I've got loads of friends I can can fill a room you know I just had this dream of why try and do it so difficult all on my own and so that's when I launched brand builders and and that's what we do we have a global community now of people that are running events for each other that are collaborating they're building products together they're getting each other on each other's stages they're 
um, putting each other in front of other people's products and press releases and press launches and radio and TV and podcast interviews just like this. And so they're building their brand. They're massively accelerating how fast they can get their message out. And I love that. And I thrive on that. And it's a really brilliant family. And we meet once every quarter. And so for the last three years, we've been meeting at a hotel in Heathrow, you know, a bit at the park in or whatever. Um, you know, we were at the park in for, for a long, long time. And, um, and then they changed their event team. So we then started having to find different venues. And I wasn't really happy about that because I, I think brand consistency is what builds brand. If you start getting inconsistent, well, that's what kills brand. So I started to feel like, um, you know, I wasn't happy with the venues. Now, we run this quarterly event um, in the UK and Miami. So it's usually in London and Miami every uh, March, June and September. And then we run a big, big event where all the members from all over the world and they can bring guests come to the uh, the Global Changemakers Summit, which this year is in Miami in December. And um, and so we're meeting every quarter and we, you know, we deliver brilliant training and I get people into mastermind groups and we we, we achieve so much. But there was something missing and I couldn't sense what was missing until um, we uh, we ran. We had to pivot. Like literally we ran our members day Saturday, just gone our members weekend. And we had to pivot because, you know, we're going through a stage right now where, um, you know, people cannot leave their home. And yep. because of that, <laughs> we were like, shit, you know, people can't come to the venue that we usually would have. Well, I'd hired an Airbnb, a, a four bedroom, a big four bedroom house for my team to. to and I've got team that fly in from all over the world from this. And two of my team members are from Holland. So um, my global events director and my uh, ambassador for uh, for the Netherlands, they were meant to be um, flying over. Well, they couldn't fly because of coronavirus. And yep. then. Um, my my ops director, he couldn't come across because of coronavirus. And I ended up with this big four bedroom house for myself um, thinking, oh, crikey. OK, so I just put it out to my members. Um, you know, for those of you that are healthy, that have been in isolation, who feel like, you know, you're you're um, you're not going to give anything to anybody else. I'm going to invite you to come and sit around the table like we're in a, a board setting and we'll just run it retreat style. So everybody bought some food, everybody bought wine, you know, they all bought something and it was brilliant. And so we hosted it from the house. So we had a live board meeting going on, but we then got all of our, our members from all around the rest of the world who couldn't be there for whatever reason. We live streamed them in and Love everybody it. was in their mastermind teams. They were all working globally. Uh, there were members that were collaborating in groups of five from Australia, Indonesia, Malaysia, all over the United States, Canada, all over Europe. I mean, it was brilliant. And so and everybody got to pitch their new product because it was all on product this time to the yeah. rest of the world, the rest of the brand builders world. And there was so much business done with each other. People were saying, oh, my God, you got that product you just pitched. I've got a cow. How can I send that to my members? I mean, it was just brilliant. And um, and so as a result of that, you know, we were laughing together, we were cooking together, we were singing together. It was just such a brilliant, it was even more family community than I'd built already. And we do, you know, when somebody joins Brand Builders, we say welcome to the family because that's what it is. Absolutely. And, um, and so I, I just put it out to the members that had been at the, the retreat space. And I said, if I were to start running this at retreat spaces, so we had inspirational venues that you could come to instead of some drab hotel. Would that be something that you'd be interested in doing? They were like, yeah, definitely. 
And I put it out to the rest of the members. You know, if we were to run this from inspirational venues, even if you had to live stream in, um, you know, how would you feel about that? They all loved it. So I found, I've pivoted and I found this amazing castle in wow. Devon where we can sleep up to 30 with people sharing and we can host up to 60, 70 people at this property so they can stay and and, um, and drive in or whatever. Um, and so that it's it's pivoted the business again, you know. So uh, from now on, all of our quarterly members events, they're going to be at massive inspirational venues where everybody just comes and stays on site. So I'll still continue to run the one in the UK, well, wherever it is we're going to run it. But then when we go run the one in Miami or Fort Lauderdale, we'll we'll hire a massive villa and uh, and all the members can then congregate there. So we have quite a lot of members that cross pollinate. So, you know, we have quite a, lot, quite a lot of members from the States that fly over. We have members that fly in from Australia, Indonesia, uh, Bali. We launched Brand Builders Club into uh, Brisbane, Australia last year as well. Uh, Johannesburg, Cape Town. So. Um, you know, we have members that, you know, cross pollinate everywhere. And it's just so much fun. I'm running the online version of the Members Day this Friday. And um, and again, you know, it's just amazing for them to be able to. I think it's better for people to experience what you do rather than to be told what you do. So yes. I, I, I put our brand builders in the spotlight as much as possible. And we're just about to launch Brand Builders TV as well to give all Brilliant. of our members a voice to the world. So, that yeah, that, that's what I'm working on. It's, it's very exciting very exciting times right now <laughs> it sounds mega exciting i am going to actually ask you where you're finding all this extra time from I appreciate we've got a bit of extra time but it sounds like you're cramming <laughs> so much in um i think it, it well I, I just really thoroughly enjoy what i do it doesn't feel hard to me yeah um you know i don't have any staff i um i outsource i've got a good va he works six hours a day for me is um uh, I think it's something like seven dollars an hour for six hours a day. So you know, I've got, like all of my costs are at a minimum. I, I sail on a boat full time. You know, it, you 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 keep your outgoings low and your incomings high is what I would say to anybody. Well, in business at any time, but especially at a time like this. Um, yeah, a good friend of mine, Dan Priestley, he once said to me, "Sammy, if it ain't a hell yeah, don't do it." So you know, only invest in the things that are going to make the boat go faster and I would say make one of those things you invest in yourself and always be investing in yourself I'm always investing in me and you know and I think that the the biggest thing that I I I suppose the reason why everything I do is successful is because I learned about organizational chart very early on so an organizational chart in a business would be I'm going to take a sheet of paper I'm going to write my name in the top left corner and then I'm going to map out the entire business as if it is running without me. So what are all the functions of my business that I need to happen? Obviously, marketing accounts, there's different types of marketing. So under marketing, who's going to manage the social media? Who's going to manage the content writing? Who's going to edit the videos, for example? You know, that's for an informationpreneur type business, right? A consultant or a coach, a speaker, a trainer, uh, you know, so whatever business you're in map out the organizational chart as if it can run without you. Well, I also do that for every product that I create. I don't just do it for the business. So for example, with Brand Builders TV, I just sat down and I mapped out, all right, for Brand Builders TV to run relentlessly at the highest level without me being a part of it, who do I need on that team to make that happen? So that when I am part of it, I am only in my A-game energy. 
So I do that for each and every product, whether I'm writing a book. So I've got um, I've worked with a copywriter for it must be 11, 12 years now. And I reached out to her about three months ago and I said, hey, Cindy, we've been working together all this time. You know, we've written thousands of blog posts together and she watches my YouTube videos and then turns that into blog posts for me. Um, so it's still my content, but she just ghostwrites it effectively. I said, we've got all this content. We should be turning that into books. So I just did a load of keyword research in the same way that I talked about doing the keyword research for a fame name earlier. I just did a load of keyword research and there's at least 370 different keywords that are showing up within the, the builder brand um, sphere universe. So um, I spoke to Cindy and so we've now got over 370 different books that we're writing wow. that are all around brand but there are different ways to build different brands so you know we've got um the first five books the first book is written already and um and that she started writing the second book um the day before yesterday so the first book is the seven personal branding mistakes that will make you look like an amateur and how you can change that the next book is the seven business startup mistakes that will cost you your freedom and your business and how you can change that and the whole range just goes on like that. And so that's called the Four Entrepreneurs Series. And uh, we're, we're bringing in a broad uh, a podcast for that as well, where I'll also be interviewing experts just like you. And I hope you'll be one of my first experts on the show. I'll be more um, than happy to be your guest. Yeah. And, you know, especially in the personal branding one, you know, there's 12 different mini courses I've created to go with that book. So I always look at how can I productize, how can I monetize this in a way that I can then put that money back into getting it out in front of more people. So I'm not necessarily, you know, I've got the life that I love. So I'm more, my, my, my impact mission is about how can I put all the money I get back into reaching more people. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's where I'm going next. She said, where am I going? That's where I'm on. That's what we're doing. And so I love it. Yeah. I, I, I just get people involved as early as possible, get other people to do it. Yeah. It's fantastic and it's really refreshing. And you know what's really it's it's always like it's it's giving as well because there's so many people out there who need people like you right now to be able to provide them with work, I suppose. Yeah. You know, you're, well, you're there, giving there are so many people with so many gifts and yeah. why employ? You can build your dream with a team. They don't have to be sat in your living room. I love they it. They can literally be sat virtually in your living room on yeah. Skype, like you're doing this call right now. They literally exactly. have a virtual team. That's the, the best way to build your brand. But there are ways to do it. I mean, God, we're in the Brand Builders Club next week. We're doing an hour of power on how to avoid the kind of deadly outsourcing mistakes that will totally kill your time. Like, Because I remember when I first started outsourcing, I was like, woohoo, I'm going to outsource. And, um, and I, I found all these people that could do all these things. And I felt so great because, wow, you know, I'm going to get all this out to them. And I gave it to them. And then they started asking me questions. And I was like, holy frick doodles I've turned myself into a bottleneck very fast. And yeah. I went from being really excited that other people were doing these things to, ah, oh, I can't, I can't do my bit fast enough for them to be able to do their bit. And I went. Wow. I mean, do you know what? I'm sat here thinking, oh, I've got about another 40 questions I want to ask Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to come back and hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Awesome. So, I mean, where can people find more about you and the Brand Builders Club? And, you know, where would you like people to come and connect with you next? I think probably the best place is to come and join me. Obviously, you can go to howtobuildabrand.org, and that's my, my company website. But um, 
where I hang out each and every day, I deliver a show called Confessions of a Global Changemaker. And I interview all these amazing pe people that I've been on documentaries with, people that I, you know, that I hang around with from The Secret, people who are just the most amazing, phenomenal gifts to the world and have done extraordinary things that you can learn from, just like you're doing with the podcast. So the How to Build a Brand group on Facebook is just currently as we're talking now, there's about 5,600 entrepreneurs in there right now. And, um, and you know, we're looking to dramatically expand that to support as many business owners as possible to, to help, you know, inspire them and motivate them into action that they can do it. And so I run challenges in that group. We do all kinds of fun stuff. Um, you don't have to be a Brand Builders Club member to be doing things and, and taking action. But if Brand Builders Club is something that you do want to find out more about, then please just connect with me personally because it is invitation only. I don't do quarterly intakes. There isn't, um, you know, a sales strategy or anything to it. It's literally if I like you and I think that you're you are somebody of integrity that is really making a global difference, that you're a change maker, you know you're a change maker and you know that you don't want to do it alone. You want to do it and really build your dream with a team of people who really get where you're at and you don't want to be lonely in business anymore. You, you just want to do the right thing first time then. Yeah. I just encourage you to have a conversation with me. Join the, the How to Build a Brand Facebook group. Uh, connect with me on Facebook. That's where I am all the time. And, um, you know, and, and also, you know, follow the How to Build a Brand YouTube channel, because that if you miss anything that we do in the group, then it always gets uh, shared live there. So, you know, there's plenty of ways to uh, to connect with me. If you type my name, Sammy Blindell, into Google, then you'll um, you'll find me pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. As soon as I typed in, it's like, bang, front page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll and then many more after that. Yeah. Yeah. There's always a way you can connect with me, but just have the conversation because seriously, if it's not right for you, I will tell you that it's not right for you. I'm never going to sell you something that's not right because it affects everybody else that in the family that and I'm very serious about that. But also, um, you know, there are other ways that you can get the support and it might not be from me that you need it. And I'll be honest about that. It might be Stephen you need to go to. It might be any one of the the mentors who I've had the privilege of working with myself and so you know I, I I always like referring business to other people and sometimes brand builders club you know it, it's right and sometimes it's not so I'll refer you to the the person that is right for you if this isn't Sammy it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast thank you so much for the value and also the different ways that we went into it and for me the spiritual stuff was lovely too um oh, it was more than enlightening i think it's something that the world needs to listen to hear take in consume whatever they want to do with it um, but i think it's it's messages that need to keep being shared so thank you you're welcome maybe we can do a session one day on how to build a spiritual personal brand that sounds cool i'm well up for that <laughs> okay let's get it booked in brilliant okay you take care now all right darling take care and take care everyone bye well, I don't know about you guys, but every time I do a new podcast episode, we keep going down these rabbit holes. It keeps leading into the spiritual side of business. And what I really found fascinating with Sammy was the fact that she shared with us all of the different types of people um, in different types of businesses that actually have a spiritual practice and deep dive into their spiritual element. Maybe it's just me. Maybe this is where the podcast is leading. Maybe it should, maybe it shouldn't. I'd love to get your feedback on it. But it's really, really 
fair to say that Sammy had some great tips and places for you to start. So go and identify your fame name. What is your fame name? What do you want to be known for? How do you want to leave an impact in the world? This That is just what this podcast is all about. It's how you can have a personal brand of purpose. So where does that take you? I have no sh- shadow of a doubt that purpose and the... the the spooky element some people call it i call it spiritual i'm a very spiritual guy i have practice and this that and the other um and it's something very very close to me and my heart and the way i speak and the way i the way i share my story and my message um it's not religious people mistake religion and spirituality but i'm going off on a tangent here and you probably might want to turn this off by now but i think it's really really clear that we, we are seeing a massive shift in our world right now um there is so much love and kindness you know with a thursday night clap for our nhs and with all of the good things and the kind acts that are happening you know with helping neighbors and this that and the other you guys will know that i suffer from a chronic health condition um and right now as we speak you know i've gone through some challenging times with my health um but the love and kindness of my community and you know we've got guys in there who are stepping up and actually taking my place from doing my lives in my facebook group in the tvc facebook group we've got um Andrew, who's coming up as he's, he's gone from from you know tea with Steve to to Shamey, coming to have a, a tea with Shamey, and the the stuff that's going on there is great. But what I'm getting to is the point of kindness. Um, it is kind of gangster for many people right now. It's you know it's kind of hip and cool, should we say? But do you know what? There's so much good happening in the world, and I think we're a really we really are the Earth, the planet is shifting on its axes, and it's something that I recommend you all dive into so go and learn about you like sammy said go and invest in you the best thing you can do is invest in yourself my friends take action i'll see you guys soon so my friends remember to take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your instagram stories and your tweets at mr Steve thompson and don't forget to use the hashtag tea with Steve. Also, let me know where you're tuning in from. We want to know how far across this planet we are impacting a billion lives. And let me know how this episode has had an impact on you. If you haven't already, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave me a rating and review on iTunes because it really does help us to reach more people so we can help them build their heart brand and build the business of them. Enjoy the rest of your week. It is full of opportunities. Remember, be authentic, have an impact and continue to grow. Take care, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode.